Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. stand and pray. Hallelujah. Amen. Wonderful. Lift up your hands to the Lord. Take my life and today we ask you to humble us and let us be Lord open to receive your holy word let none of us leave this place the same after today may our lives and our churches and our ministries be different Lord in a positive way we pray in Jesus name and we welcome you Holy Spirit in Jesus name everybody said amen, amen. you may be seated in the presence of the Lord uh, turn with me to the book of Revelation, and um, I want to continue sharing with you 21 reasons why you must not be left behind after the rapture of Jesus Christ occurs. The rapture of the church, I should say. Um, most of us are expecting one or two major events in our lives. Some are expecting to get married. Some are expecting to have children. Some are expecting to graduate from school. Others are expecting to travel abroad. Others are expecting to meet Mr. or Mrs. Wright, who will be the future source of happiness. So everyone is 
in one way or the other waiting or expecting one major event or the other. The Bible teaches us to expect the major event of all time. And that is what I am sharing about. Now, there's a principle in the Bible that before judgment occurs in a nation or a city or indeed the whole world, there will be an extraction of the righteous people. So God will remove those who are righteous, those who know him, and then will begin a destruction which has no equal in all history of mankind. You will find out that Sodom and Gomorrah were destroyed only after Lot was removed. You will find out that the world that existed before was only destroyed after uh, Noah and his family were removed. And after they were removed, the whole world was destroyed. The same thing has been predicted by the Word of God. Holy men of God spoke in time past and the Word of God predicts very, very clearly that the end is going to come. There's going to be a great judgment on all nations. And before this end occurs, there will be an extraction of the people of God. Are you listening to me? They will be extracted by what we call the rapture. The rapture is an event which will happen one day. In some parts of the world, it will be, a, it will be morning. At other parts of the world, it will be evening. At other parts, it will be afternoon, depending on where you are in the world. Some people will be on earth. Some people will be in planes. Others will be in cars. Because as I'm standing here, there are thousands of planes flying all over the world. Uh, people will be driving. People will be at airports. People will be in trains, in buses. People will be riding horses. People will be in bed, some at school, some at work. Uh, some will be dancing in discos. Some will be uh, doing the right thing. Some will be doing the wrong thing. But it will happen because the world is very big, full of five billion people. So at the moment which it happens, different things will be occurring. Now the Bible says, they that are born again, those that know Christ, will be caught up, will be taken away. It's not just knowing Christ, but those who are ready in Christ. And the Bible says five were foolish virgins and five were wise virgins. Five were taken and five were left. The Bible tells us that two were grinding at the mill. One was taken, one was left. The Bible says two were at the field. One was taken, one was left. So you realize that it's not as simple as just being a Christian. If you're a Christian, you've got to be a good Christian, a serious Christian, and a Christian all the time. It's not enough to be a Christian last year or five years ago. You've got to be a Christian now. All right? Now, when the rapture occurs, then we'll begin um, uh, a new era on this earth. And that era is where we are sharing about. I just want to show you because it is in the Bible what exactly is going to happen. And uh, when you know what is going to happen, you will decide with me not to stay behind for any of these things, to experience any of these things. The Bible says we are not of the world, that we should be caught unawares and perish with the wicked. So in Revelation chapter 4, we see, after this, I looked and behold, a door was opened in heaven. And the first voice which I heard was as it were of a trumpet talking with me, which said, come up hither, and I will show thee things which must be hereafter. Now before this, we have talked about the church. 
the church at Laodicea, the church at um, Sardis, and all the other churches. And then after the church age, the church is gone, then comes the things which will be here after. And John was taken up to heaven to see from there what was going to happen. And in chapter 6 of Revelation, you begin the first of 21 major events which are going to take place. And these events are going to be heralded by something that will happen in the heavenly realms. There will be seven seals on a scroll, a document, a land document. The land in question this time is the whole earth. And Jesus will hold it. And he has a right to remove the seals. And when he removes the seals, that will trigger off seven angels who will take seven trumpets and blow. And at each blowing of the trumpet, certain things will happen on earth. And when the seventh trumpet has been blown by the seventh angel, seven more angels will appear with seven bowls or vials of God's wrath. And they will also pour out their wrath. And each time the angel turns the vial or bowl onto the earth, events will take place on earth. By the time the seventh angel pours his vial on the earth, that will be the end of everything. It will be over. There will be nothing left. Now, all the events that I am going to show you and I'm showing you from the Bible, you realize are trying to happen already. You can see the, the way the world is going. There's a tendency, there's a trend. We are heading towards these things. And you know, this is one of the things that sets the Bible apart from all other books. Written over two thousands of years ago, and this particular part, written about 2,000 years ago, when you could never predict or imagine these things, uh, the Bible is proving itself once again to be a unique and extraordinary book. These things are unfolding right before our eyes. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know, but I feel that one day we will come to, we will, it will be Sunday morning and we will not be here. Jesus would have come. And then these things would have begun to unfold. I would advise you to get the tapes in case you are left behind. You'll be able to listen to the tapes and then know what to do. Hallelujah. All right, because I'm going to show you what to do if you are left behind. How many want to know what to do if you are left behind? You shouldn't want to know because you shouldn't, you shouldn't plan to be around. <laughs> if you have no plans of being here, make plans to, 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 to make it to heaven the first time round. Can I have an amen? amen? All right, so let's just quickly go through uh, and then we move into the, we're going through the seven seals, like I said, can you, are you picturing it with me? We have, this, we have the land document. And the Bible says, who is worthy to undo it? So Jesus Christ was the only one who was worthy. So he held the document and he removed the seals that had sealed this land document. Each time he removed the seal, something happened on earth. Each time he removed the seal, something happened. By the time he moved, the, when he moved the seventh seal, seven uh, angels lined up with seven trumpets. And then the seven trumpets began to blow. One will blow. And the other. But the, when the seventh angel blew his trumpet, seven more angels lined up with seven bowls of wrath to pour on the earth. And by the time the seventh, trumpet, uh, seventh angel poured his vial of wrath on the earth, everything was over. All right. So that's the end. It's, it's predicted in detail. 
All right, now let's go. Revelations. Are you there? Yes. Chapter, which chapter shall we read from? Chapter 6, verse 2. Okay, and I saw, and I saw the lamb open one of the seals, and I heard as it were the noise of thunder. One of the four beasts saying, come and see. All right, and I saw and behold a white horse. All right, that was the Antichrist. Uh, not Jesus Christ, but somebody who looks like Christ. There are many leaders who come who are hailed. They are, they are given appellations. They are given names. They are, they are said there are people who place their leg in water and the water turns into a rock. They, are, they call them junior Jesus. They call them all sorts of names that they are coming to bring um, peace on earth and so on. Right? Now the second seal tells us that after uh, the second seal was opened, there was war on earth in Revelation chapter 3. If you want to know the details, just get the tapes. I cannot go over. The third seal, when there was the third seal was opened, there was famine. This is the general trend. Now, this probably is a, a world war. Not probably, it is a world war because it's different from other wars. And uh, the Antichrist is different from other leaders or other government heads. All right. So, after the famine, the fourth seal was opened and there was death. So, if we take that, a quarter of the people on the earth were killed. Over a quarter of the earth, power was given to take away life. Uh, how many people are there on, on earth today? By the year 2000, we are supposed to be 5 billion or is it 5.6 billion. So a quarter of that, somebody should work it out because at another place, another percentage of the earth is going to go. So I'll calculate with you how many people are moving off the earth. All right, so somebody should calculate it. When we get to the next one, you tell us, all right? Now, it is noteworthy. Are you listening to me? Oh, are you there or you've gone home? It is noteworthy that... Um, uh, all the wars that have been fought in, uh, in, 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 in the world have not killed so many different people. Are you listening to me? Um, over the, the world wars that um, were had in the past uh, so many years uh, have, have killed not, not so many people, so many hundreds of millions of people. But in this case... We are moving into billions of people who are going to die. Are you listening to me? All right. So that is a, a very, very important statistic that uh, you need to know. All right. Now let's uh, continue. The, sixth, the fifth seal, after the fifth seal was opened, the souls of them that were slain. This symbolizes Christians who will be persecuted. Now, like I'm saying, some of you find it difficult to even be a Christian now. How much more then? Last week we said we were going to invite people, uh, invite visitors and bring people to church so that people will be saved and so on. Most Christians do not do, most of you did, did not do that. And uh, even in these times, people find it difficult to do what they have to do and to do the right thing. How much more then? So um, please make sure that you make it the first time. All right, that's the fifth seal. Seal number six. And I beheld, and when he had opened the sixth seal, lo, there was a great earthquake. All right, now you can already see earthquakes are building up, building up, building up, building up. And um, you are going to find out that uh, there's going to be a very, very, very major earthquake in those days. Are you listening to me today? All right, so when this earthquake uh, occurs, um, many, many people are going to die. It's going to be a very terrible uh, situation. Okay? 
So after the earthquake, that would be the sixth seal. Then we move to the seventh seal. Now what happens? Last week we got to the sixth seal. Now the seventh seal. When the seventh seal is open, Revelation chapter 8. And when he had opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven. About the space of half an hour. Silence in heaven. Now, why was there silence in heaven? For 30 minutes, there was quietness. You know sometimes when something happens that is so terrible, you just keep quiet. You, 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 you have nothing to say anymore. You just sort of calm down. And, and, and sometimes when, you're, when, you're, when your child may do something wrong, you may shout at the child and so on, you know, but maybe the child does something very, very wrong. This time you may say nothing and you sort of become quiet. Uh, with me, when I say nothing, then it's very, very serious. Uh, when I stop talking, then it's serious. But when I'm talking, there's a lot of hope and there's intention to improve things. But if I don't say anything anymore, that is a very ominous sign as far as I'm concerned. Now, ladies and gentlemen, the silence in heaven is God's silence. God not only was quiet, not only was heaven quiet, the whole of heaven was just looking, saying, yay, 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 yay. What is going to happen now? The whole earth was quiet. Heaven, the angels, the people, the souls, people, heaven, God, Jesus, quiet for 30 minutes. No music, the heaven that there's normally there's worship praises. It's like the, the awesomeness of the moment had gripped heaven. And heaven was just trembling at what was about to take place on the earth. 30 more minutes for you to be saved before the judgment begins. Because God is merciful and even before he pours out his judgment on earth, he allows you a chance. And if you are listening to me today, if you are watching me by television, God is giving you an opportunity to be saved. Thirty minutes of silence for you to consider your life that you may be saved and you not go to hell. God gave that. God paused. He paused. You see, even God, God is going to do the judgment. He's, he's feeling sorry for them. He just stops. But because God is righteous, the judgments must come. If you are listening to me today, remember, God loves you and he doesn't want to destroy you. But everything has an end. Your, the mercy has an end. The grace period has an end. The time where you have to decide has an end. You cannot be in an undecided state forever. You have to decide at one point or the other. Silence in heaven. And then I saw seven angels which stood before God. Verse 2. And to them were given seven trumpets. Wow. And another angel came and stood at the altar, having a golden censer. And there was given unto him much incense, that he should offer it. All right? And he should offer it with the prayers of all saints, unto the golden altar which was made before the throne. And the smoke of the incense which came with the prayers of the saints ascended up before God out of the angel's hand. And the angel took the censer and filled it with fire, and cast it onto the earth, and there were voices and thunderings and lightnings and an earthquake. Well, this is not really part of the trumpet, but it's something you should note. When the, 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 the angel uh, stood before the altar, he took incense and he gave it up to the Lord. That was the prayers. 
And then the answer was fire. He took some fire, put it in the censer, and threw it down on earth. Ladies and gentlemen, whenever we pray, God hears our prayers. The prayers are like incense before God. He receives it and he, smell, he smells it. And the answers and the judgment on our enemies and on those who fight against God and against his church will surely come. So you can see here the judgment of all those who have fought against Lighthouse and those who have fought against the church of God and those who have made themselves member, uh, people who want to fight against whatever God is doing. As our prayers have gone up, the angel has taken the prayer and given up and God has given him fire to put that and pour upon those that would like to fight against the church. Can I have an amen? That's just by the way. Verse 7. And the first angel sounded. It's not that the angel is sounding his trumpet. And there followed hail and fire mingled with blood and they were cast upon the earth. And the third part of the trees was bent up and all green grass was bent up wow this is the first one now what is this this says, listen carefully it says hail and fire right mingled with blood was cast on the earth hey what is this and then one third of all trees were bent up and all green grass was bent up now in august 1945 the americans dropped a hydrogen bomb on uh, hiroshima it was followed by a sudden hail of uh, hail hudson hail of uh, whatever hail is came down because what happens from the heat of the explosion of the nuclear bombs there's so much uh, evaporation or whatever goes up into the air and then it cools down suddenly and comes down like hail over the earth. So this thing is probably described, not that it's probably, it's describing a nuclear bomb. And it says that one third of all trees, you, you just look at it, what is going to destroy one third of all trees and all green grass on this earth? That is a clear nuclear so you see the nuclear things that have been built are about to be used and none, none of the chance france has got france recently did their testings you see i don't know whether the antichrist is going to come from there but they recently did their nuclear tests and everybody was against it they went to pacific this people protested they said that they said, they said we are doing you've done yours we are also doing ours nobody can stop us we nothing can america cannot china nothing you cannot stop us. They've tested and they are ready. They said, okay, now we finish our test, we can sign agreement and we won't do anymore. <laughs> so we are seeing here the description of a nuclear, powerful nuclear war where the, 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 the nuclear bombs are thrown on the earth and then evaporation takes place and hail and fire come down on the people and it fire to burn the earth to bend the trees. Now when the trees are destroyed, carbon dioxide, you know trees produce carbon, uh, they use up carbon dioxide. So they use up carbon dioxide and they produce oxygen. Now already the environment is some way. When this happens and one third of all trees, all vegetations are gone, 
you are going to find the balance in the oxygen, carbon dioxide, and things like that in the earth are going to change. The whole earth is going to be a completely different place, a very dangerous place to be. Already there are some places that they wear masks to live. When all green grass is taken away, all the cows, sheep, goats, and all the animals which feed on all those things are going to be where there's going to be a shortage of food. Oh, is it not? Is it not? Huh? Can you not deduce this? It's easy to deduce. There's going to be a major shortage of you think there's no food now. Hmm. The second angel sounded a trumpet, and as it were, a great mountain burning with fire was cast into the sea, and a third part of the sea became blood, and a third part of the creatures which were in the sea and had life died, and a third part of the ships were destroyed. This one you see, you must understand that this man is living in a, in a time where he cannot even imagine, you know, a missile or even something flying. Now he says that, he sees something like a great mountain. Notice the words. He says, and I saw as it were, not that it was a great mountain, but something like a great mountain burning with fire was cast into the sea. And it is likely or probable that maybe there was some kind of war, there's some assembly of ships or whatever, and then it falls onto the earth and onto the waters, the sea. Now, a third part of all ships, that means that many, many, many ships will be gathered at that particular place. Now, what is this thing that is falling from the sky? It sounds like some kind of a missile or some kind of a special bomb. I hear um, they, they are trying to develop uh, some kind of uh, spaceship that has nuclear uh, warheads and, and it, it will explode in the sky and then descend fall on the earth. Perhaps that is the type of uh, um, bomb, but perhaps it's just an ordinary nuclear bomb and possibly also a biological bomb because it says it killed one third of all the creatures that were in the sea. That means there's going to be a shortage of food, fish. Yeah. Fish. Is it not Easily deducible, deducible from this. Yeah. Fish or shrimps, lobsters, whales, sharks, one third, all dead. One third of all, all ships destroyed. Transportation reduced. Third trumpet, verse 10. This is the end of the world. And the third angel sounded, and there fell a great star from heaven burning as it were a lamb, and it fell upon the third part of the tree, the rivers, and upon the fountains of the waters. And the name of the star is called Wormwood. And the third part of the waters became Wormwood, and many men died of the waters because they were made bitter. This is chemical warfare. Saddam Hussein. Yeah. Yeah, because now, it is, this is not something that is killing by fire. It's killing by chemicals, I don't know what it is, in the water. And again, it was something, some kind of a biological bomb or a chemical bomb. This is what America is trying to prevent. But whatever they do, the thing will be built or the things are built. And they can be fired 
and then it says that a third part of all the waters became bitter and those that drank so when we say bitter we think that it's just like it doesn't taste nice but this one is poison because when they drank it they died verse 12 and then the fourth angel so you realize that the environment is being destroyed the grass is being destroyed the rivers are being destroyed the sea is being destroyed and so on now let's go on it's con- continue verse 12 and the fourth angel sounded and then the third part of the sun was smitten and the third part of the moon and the third part of the stars so the third part of them was darkened and the day shone not for a third part of it and the night likewise and I beheld and I heard an angel flying through the midst of the heavens saying with a loud word, Woe, woe, woe to the inhabitants of the earth by reason of the other voices of the trumpets of the three angels which are yet to sound. <laughs> now, somebody will say, What is this thing? No, 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 third part of the sun. Third part of the sun. Do you know that when, a, when there is a volcano, the earth becomes dark. The smoke that comes up from the volcano and, and so on, it darkens the whole area. So the place is like, it's like night or very dark, even when it is daytime. Now, when there is a nuclear war and there's so much fire, we are talking about something that is burning one-third of the whole earth. Why are you talking about one-third of the whole earth? Probably you are talking about, let's say, the whole of, um, the whole of Africa, the whole of India, um, the whole of America. I mean, a third. A third means two billion people. Not the people, but a third of the earth. Because this one is not talking about the way it says that the people are dying, it will tell you. And this one, just things are happening. This one is the destruction of the environment. Now the sun becomes darkened. And you see, it affects the stars because it talks about the stars and the moon. So you, you, you don't get the effect of the sun on the earth anymore. The whole world, you see, I'm just trying to say that the whole world is being systematically destroyed. That's why the Bible says there will be a new heavens and a new earth. The whole earth is being totally annihilated. It's, it's going. Amen. In fact, I, I wouldn't want to be here. I don't know what it's going to be like in Ghana in those days. But somebody said, ah, is it really going to happen? Hmm. Well, if you like, you'll be here. We are on our way out. Amen. Amen. Now, the next trumpet. How many reasons do we have now? Huh? We have all the seven seals. Then you have the trumpets. So that is eight. There are 21. Seven seals, seven trumpets, seven bowls or vials. All right, so we are now on the fifth trumpet. What is going to happen next? Let's read on. Okay. The next one is airstrikes. You see, you can see the thing in the old day language. You can see it uh, modern, in a modern way, very, very clearly. The next one is airstrikes. And the fifth angel sounded, and I saw a star fall from heaven onto the earth. And to him was given the key of the bottomless pit. And he opened the bottomless pit, and there rose smoke out of the pit. Verse 3. And there came out of the smoke locusts upon the earth, and unto them was given power, as the scorpions of the earth have power. And it was commanded that they should not hurt the grass of the earth, neither any green thing, 
neither any tree, but only those men that have not the seal of God in their foreheads. And it was given that, you see, that they should not kill them, but that they should be tormented. And their torment was like the torment of a scorpion when he striketh a man. And in those days, men shall seek death and shall not find it. Queer. I said queer. And shall not find it. And shall desire to die, and death shall flee from them. Now, this one is getting worse now. Now, look, listen to this. It says, there came out of the bottomless pit locusts, okay? In verse 3. Now, what are these locusts? Now, some of them, are they real locusts? Are they little locusts and so on? Well, let's read on further and, and, and describe and listen to the description of these locusts. Now, the shapes of the locusts were like unto horses prepared unto battle. And on their heads were as it were crowns of gold. And their faces were as the faces of men. Well, they had hair as the hair of women. Hmm. And their teeth were as the teeth of lions. <laughs> Verse 9. And they had breastplates. As it were breastplates of iron. And the sound of their wings was as the sound of chariots of many horses running to battle. Is that not the sound of an aircraft? Yeah. It sounds very much like an aircraft. And this looks like aircraft moving. And they had tails like unto scorpions. And there were stings in their tails. And power was given to hurt men five months. Now, perhaps it's a new type of plane. Or it's a type of plane that is going to come. And maybe it's a plane that's going to spray something. But it sounds very much like some kind of air strikes. And you notice that in the modern planes that we have they know they, the, the planes are designed to do specific things so the plane can like when they went to uh, Iraq they just bomb here here and here and you can be in your house and they, they will tell you they are bombing the next door neighbor from the air and they will bomb the next door neighbor and you will be in your house and everything will be okay so this is modern airstrike the power was given to them not to do this and to do this all right, the sixth trumpet. And the sixth angel sounded, and I heard a voice from the four horns of the golden altar, which is before God, saying to the sixth angel, which had the trumpet, loose the four angels, which are bound in the great river Euphrates. And the four angels were loosed, and they were prepared for an hour and a day and a month and a year for to slay the third part of men, one third of all men are about to die. What is going to happen to kill one third? Already one quarter of the earth is dead. So who calculated the 5.6 billion? 1.4 billion went. So we are left with how much now? 4.2. Now one third of that, those are also going to die in this war. Now I read recently that during the Second World War and so on, in fact the whole century, only 100 million people or 100 million people have lost their lives in these wars. But in these times that are going to come, we are looking at 1.4 billion people. And then now one third of 4.2 is what? 1.4 1. another 1.4 that is supposing Christ comes now and this thing begins so 1.4 1.4 and we are moving on and the sixth angel sounded and I heard a voice from the four horns of the golden altar which is before God say to the sixth angel loose the four angels which are bound in the great river Euphrates and the four angels were loosed and were prepared for an hour and a day. Verse 16. And the number of the army of the horsemen were 200,000 thousand. 
And I heard the number of them, and thus I saw the horses in the vision. And them that sat on them, having breastplates of fire, and of jackins, and brimstone, and the heads of the horses were as the heads of lions. And out of their heads, mouth issued fire and smoke. And by these three was the third part of men killed by the fire, by the smoke, and the brimstone, which issued out of their mouths. Now, this is a very important thing. You realize here that it says the river Euphrates. The river Euphrates is what divides the west from the east. China and so on are on the other side. Now it says this, he saw a number of horsemen, 200,000 thousand, which is 200 million. Now let's ask ourselves, some years ago, where would you get 200 million people? But I believe it was in 1960 or so, China announced that they had about 200 million worth, 200 million member army ready. And you know China alone, they have 1 billion people. So you can see right here that that army, which is a communist army, a communist state, with a completely different mentality on the east, are ready. And they have to cross the river Euphrates. Now, when this Bible was being written, that's why I said this book is a special book. When this Bible was being written, nobody will know how to cross the river Euphrates. a very, very major river on, on that side of the earth. But in 1980, or in the 1980s, Turkey built a dam, the Ataturk Dam, which for the first time has dammed up that river, has been able to dam. So now, with the pressing of a button, that river can be dammed up and dried up. And then, all these things can cross over from the east. 200 million moving. And the 200 million army, they are already there. Now he's talking about some kind of horses. Again, the man was living 2,000 years ago where they didn't even have bicycles. Now, he says he saw a type of horse. And those horses, the, the heads were, had fire. They were like the heads of lions. Out of their mouth came fire and smoke. What does this sound like to you? Moving on the earth. Does it not sound like tanks? Yeah. These are tanks. And out of their mouth is coming fire. And is this not how the war is? When America was fighting with Iraq, what was the first thing? Airstrikes. After the airstrikes, then the ground troops. Modern war. <laughs> 2,000 years ago, the thing was written. It's going to happen. You see, people who, let me tell you, if you ridicule the Bible and you laugh at God, think again. You may be very, very surprised. And then, it goes on. And I saw another mighty angel. All right, and by this, a third part of the world was killed. And there was given unto me, all right, a voice, a, a reed like a rod, chapter 11. Now, he says, rise up and measure the temple of God and the altar, and them that worship therein. Now, anytime God is measuring the temple, he's assessing the people that are in there. God will assess you. There will be some people in the temple, in the church. And then by the court which is without the temple, leave out and measure it not, for it is given unto the Gentiles. And the holy city shall they tread on forty and two months. Now, I will give power unto my two witnesses, and they shall prophesy. This is all part of the trumpet, the sixth trumpet. And they shall prophesy a thousand two hundred and three score days. That's one thousand two hundred and sixty days, clothed in sackcloth. Now, one thousand two hundred and sixty days is exactly three and a half years if you calculate a month as 30 days, exactly three and a half years. So right here, 
looks like the middle of the tribulation. And at this point, God sends two powerful pastors to come to the earth to preach. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The days of Billy Graham and all those guys will be gone. You know, I don't know. Well, I believe maybe they, will, they may not be here by then. And all the men of God will But God also always sends some people to come around. Amen. Amen. God always has some men who he sends to preach to you and to tell you be saved. God sends you pastor. That's why I'm here. God sent me to you. God sent me to you to speak to you and to teach you and to preach the word of God. That's why I'm here. Sunday after Sunday. That's why I'm here. To tell you what the word of God says. For your life. For your sake. God always sends people to, to men. And he will send them as ordinary men to minister. He sends them sometimes with signs and wonders to speak to you so that your life will be changed. And in this terrible time, when all these earthquakes, nuclear wars, chemical war, biological war, airstrikes, tanks, 200 million crossing the Euphrates, all these things, then God, in the midst of that, sends these two guys. Listen to who these guys are. Who are these two wild? How many want to be th those two people? Even to witness in Collegon, or you can't witness, then you want to go and face Antichrist. <laughs> he says, I will give power unto my two witnesses, and they shall prophesy three and a half years. Verse 4. These are the two olive trees and the two candlesticks standing before the God of the earth. If any man will help them, fire proceedeth out of their mouth and devoureth their enemies. If any man will help them, he must in this manner be killed. Now, these two pastors, they have wild powers. When they speak, fire will come and consume you. Hey, who are these men? Anointed men of God. They have power to shut up heaven that it might not rain in the days of their prophecy and have power over waters to turn them into blood. Do you know anybody who turned water into blood? Who is that? You remember? And you know anybody who shut up the heavens for some time? Very good. To smite the earth with all plagues as often as they will. <laughs> That's when they want to give you a plague, they just share one for you. They are playing the, the food. They just so signs and wonders, powerful signs and wonders, these two pastors. When they shall have finished their testimony, eh? when they finish their work, the beast is beast who fight churches. The beast that ascended out of the bottomless pit shall make war against them and shall overcome them and kill them. Can you kill a pastor? If his time has not come, you can't kill him. But when his time has come, you can kill him. But let's see what happens. And their dead bodies shall lie in the street of that great city, which spiritually is called Sodom and Egypt, where also our Lord was crucified. This is probably Jerusalem. And they of the people and kindreds and tongues and nations shall see their bodies three days and a half and shall not suffer their dead bodies to be put in graves. And they that dwell upon the earth shall rejoice over them and make merry and shall send gifts one to another because these two prophets tormented them that dwell on the earth. Ha! Now, listen to me. How can the whole world see these two prophets? Today, is it not possible for us to see President Clinton? We can see him. We can see anything in any part of the world. Soccer, we all watch. Whether you are in China, whether you are in Moscow, whether you are in America, whether you are in Malaysia, we can see you. When these two guys, the Bible says the whole earth 
shall rejoice. They will send gifts one to another. They will write uh, congratulations. Head of state will be sending to head of state. Everybody will, I mean, all the unbelievers, they will be happy because they have killed those two pastors. Because the pastors will preach. When they confront them, they say, look, because of what you are saying, I'm turning Kole Lagoon into blood. The people will be afraid. Hey, because of what you are doing, frogs will come to your house from tomorrow. They'll be in your house. Hey, hey, because of what you are doing, locusts will come to, 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 to wherever you are. That is how they will operate. Not like us. We, we are just preaching, teaching the word of God. These guys are going to come with a different type of anointing. Judgmental anointing. <laughs> now, many people believe that these two guys are Moses and Elijah. Because Elijah did not die. Elijah was caught up. Elijah was caught up to heaven. Moses also, it was said that he died, but nobody ever saw his body, and he was never buried. Unlike J Jacob, Abraham, Isaac, and all the other great guys, they were all buried, there were funerals for them, but no, nobody ever saw Moses. So it is believed, and you see the type of signs and wonders that are here are the same thing. That's what Moses did. He was the one who came and turned water into blood, did various plagues. It's Elijah who came and closed the heaven. Elijah sent fire to kill 50 uh, uh, soldiers twice. So that is the same anointing that the guys are coming back to this earth with, Elijah and Moses. How many are going to join their church when they come? <laughs> How many are going to join their church? All right, I hope you are not around, please. <laughs> now, after they kill them, you see, you cannot die until your time has come. So don't be afraid of death. Amen. I said, don't be afraid. Because if that time has not come, you cannot go. You can't die. I said you can't die. But when the time comes, then you must go. Now, after three days and a half, the spirit of life from God entered into them, the guys who they killed. And they stood up on their feet, and a great fear fell upon them, which saw them. And they heard a great voice from heaven say, Come up hither. And they ascended up to heaven in a cloud, and their enemies beheld. In MLS, CNN, life, 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 life. I can resurrection from the dead. You see, God is trying to show people a sign. You know, sometimes I marvel at the way people don't believe in God. Up to now, people don't believe in God. It's amazing. And even when all these things happen, people will still not believe in God. God will send pastors to come and do wild, wild things. Still, the people will not believe in him. Let's read on. And the same hour, there was... Their enemies beheld them. And the same hour there was a great earthquake and a tenth part of the city fell. And in the earthquake were slain men 7,000. And the remaining were affrighted. And they gave glory to the God of heaven. Hallelujah. The second woe is past. That is the sixth trumpet. Now the seventh angel sounded. And there were great voices in heaven saying, the kingdoms of this world are become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ. And he shall reign forever and ever. Amen. Hallelujah. Why don't you give the Lord a mighty clap of praise? <laughs> now, what is going to happen, what is going to happen when this last, this last trumpet has sounded, they just said, the kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of the Lord. We are coming to the finals, the last, the end of everything. And you know, our time is up. We'll continue next week. Stand to your feet. God bless you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Do you want to know what is going to happen? Yes. All right. Come again next week and uh, we'll continue.
How many are going to join Moses' church? You see, this is the time you must join a church and be stable. Hallelujah. In that day, it will be difficult. Lift your hands to the Lord and just take my life and let it be Give me the zeal, the strength. Let me do the right thing. I want to be ready on that day. When you come to extract us, to save us from these judgments that are going to come upon the earth. Lord, deliver me. Deliver me from that seven years of judgment. Deliver me from the Antichrist. Deliver me from the earthquakes and fires and nuclear, biological and chemical warfare that is going to come upon the earth. Deliver me from the, the days when the earth will be burnt and the one third of all trees and all grass will be bent. When all fishes in the sea will die and all rivers will become poisonous. Yea, deliver me. Deliver me, Lord. Keep me in your way. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. As every head is bowed and every eye closed, if you are here today, I tell you, if you don't know Jesus as your Savior, you cannot escape these things that are going to come. And these things are just the beginning. Because the Bible says if you are not born again, you will never go to heaven. Today, if you want to give your life to Jesus Christ, you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to be born again. I want to be ready. I want to be saved. Maybe you're a Christian, but you're not a good Christian. You want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. If you are here like that, I want to pray with you earnestly before we close. Lift up your right hand. Just stand wherever you are, but lift up your right hand, and I'm going to pray with you. You want to give your life to Jesus. God bless you. You want to give your life to Jesus? Lift up your right hand. Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. God bless you. I see your hands everywhere. All right. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Lift it up high. Pastor, pray with me. I want to be born again. I want to give my life to Jesus. Lift up your right hand. All those that have lifted your hand, come to me in the front here. Come from where you are standing. Come from where you are standing. Come from where you are standing. Take my moments. God bless you. Come, come to the front. And my day. Come to Jesus. Come from upstairs. Come quickly. Sing it again. Take my life. You want to give your life to Jesus? Come. Come to Jesus. Oh, come to Jesus. Jesus.
Say this prayer. And everybody joining, please close your eyes everywhere. Say this prayer. Say, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus. Tonight, today, today, I humble myself. I come to you just as I am. Please forgive me for my sins. From today, I repent. I take Jesus as my master, as my savior, as my Lord. Dear Lord, save my soul. Please write my name in the book of life. From today, I will serve you. I will follow you. I will obey you. I love you, Jesus. I will serve you, Jesus. Help me, Lord Jesus, to be your child, to follow you. Thank you, Father, for saving me. Help me to be a Christian and to follow you from today. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, amen. Put your hands together for them. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.